0: Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest. With mouths as big as the Columbia River. Egos as tall as Mount Rainier. Smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone. Hearts, everybody, stand up for what should be the state song. Pledge allegiance, yes. Wave the green glory and let's all get it on. Hey, this is Big D here. Welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone Show. We're here another week. We got a great show lined up, and uh, everybody, all together now, look at your digital watch and try to figure it out. <laughs> I've spent a half hour trying to figure out Mine's how to wrong. change the time on my watch. I'm going to <laughs> Did anybody wake up late today? You guys forget to change your clock? I mean Well, I set mine back
1: <laughs> so you were two hours off? Yeah. Beautiful. It took That's me a double D, D moon right out. there. I might have to get mine to Wonder Boy to fix for me. Yeah, I can fix it's it. Because still, I'm still on uh, standard time. Just slam it on the ground, and
0: it'll <laughs> it'll stop, and it'll be right twice a day. All right, well, next, uh, I just want to thank you know the guys we had on. All the people we had on last week, we had Chip Hanauer was amazing, and Fantastic. John Maynard called in. Yes, that was wonderful to have those. Chip, man, he he was on fire, wasn't he? Yes, was very he funny. Was, yeah, he should think about stand up. That guy,
1: yeah. Great, uh, Dudley, great sense of humor.
0: Dudley Taft was on, and we went down and saw his show at Hell's Kitchen, and okay. man, wow. great concert! It, I'm telling you, folks, go see Dudley Taft. The guy, is you have to. just amazing on the guitar. And then, of course, we had Jeff call on from Stonegate and i something we failed to mention last week we talked a lot about the pizza that he has there but he has more than pizza they have steaks and burgers and they have pub food like you know i think nachos and just a lot of different stuff and then the one thing that i i don't know if i can ever do this but they have a four pound burger challenge <laughs> <laughs> you guys up for that four uh. pounds of hamburger. that's the meat
2: well, as long as we divide it by four.
0: No, you have. if you eat it all, like, I don't know, if it's like in an hour or something with all the fries and everything, you get it for free. But, man, I'm telling you, they'd have to have a bucket next to the table for me.
2: <laughs> How long do you have to keep it down? <laughs> That's the question. I don't know.
0: Like, is there, like, a time limit on, you know, you just close your mouth on that last bite? It's in. <laughs> just let it all go. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Big D. And then, of course, we have over here.
1: This is Big Joe checking in once again this week. And, as always, greetings and salutations from the man. Cave in the city of Destiny, Tacoma, Yay. Washington.
3: And this is
0: Double D from the Northwest Convergence Zone, and it's a pleasure to be here. And also, of course, we have back there Squeeze, who makes us all sound good, even when we have colds and allergies and so forth. And Wonder Boy, I can't thank Wonder Boy enough. A lot of people say, "Well, what does Wonder Boy do?" Wonder Boy does everything. Yes, he posts our show. He's our webmaster. He's just the jack of all internet trades for us. He and he does so much on our show, and I can't thank. Him enough. We really wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Wonder Boys. So, but let's go into our first guest. You know, when you talk about Tacoma bands, and we've talked to uh, we talked to Buck Ornsby from the Whalers and their legends from the fifties and up until today. And then we have an interview coming up with um, the Ventures and and you know obviously rock and roll Hall of Famers. But <laughs> during the eighties, man, there was a band that hit the scene in Tacoma, and they are still going twenty six years strong. And they were the seminal punk, uh, sort of, uh, yeah, rockabilly. Um what, what, how, how, what else would you say about these guys? I mean, they were, they were like all we're, that wrapped into one. Right. We're going back to the roots music of the Northwest Garage Bands a yeah, little bit. Absolutely. Girl Trouble. And we have them in the studio today. Let's talk to Girl Trouble, man. All right, man. We're in the studio today with a legendary Tacoma band, and we couldn't be prouder. Of course, the band's name is Girl Trouble, and we're joined by KP Kendall. Hello there. Bon Von Wheelie. Hi. Coolest name in rock, by the way. (laughs) Thanks. Second coolest name's got to be Kahuna. (laughs) Hello there. (laughs) All right. Welcome, guys, to the
4: show. Thanks Thanks for having us. Yes.
0: Good to have you guys in. Now, uh, Girl Trouble, man. You guys have been around for, we just talked about it, 26 years. That is an amazing run. But before we talk about what you're doing right now and, and the things you have going on, let's go back to 83. When you guys are haunting, <laughs> let's, let's do the the, the Wayback Machine.
5: <laughs> Side post up.
0: And uh, where are you guys going to school at that time? You guys are hanging out at Tacoma? Um, we were we all
5: were out. We were just out of school. So well, Where did you go to high school then? I went to Washington with uh, with Dale, our bass player. Me and him went to Washington High School, which right. is out in Parkland Spanway. Yep. Kind of in the border there. Right it's by uh, PLU? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And I went to Washington too. Kahuna's my brother.
5: Right, yeah. me and so, me and her related. So, so I she was, was about
2: gr- graduated about I don't know nine, ten few years, years, ten years before him. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I went to Lincoln High
0: School. Oh, another Lincoln grad. Yeah. Yeah. a lot of talent coming out came out of Lincoln and Stadium.
5: Yeah, I'd <laughs> be <Bobby Bowington. laughs> Really?
0: Yeah. Nada. Don Wilson from the Ventures. Don Wilson. Oh, oh that's yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. There you so, uh, go. And then Stadium was another one. I went to yeah. Wilson, and uh,
3: nobody came
0: from. Oh Wilson. no, uh, Jer- no uh, Jerry Rosalie. Oh, did he? And so yeah. did
3: Joyce, uh, the newscaster. Joyce on, Myers. No, no, on Channel Seven on Cairo. Oh, really? She was I okay. A couple Joyce of Sonics went to Wilson. Yeah, though. a couple the of Black them. Gal. But oh, Joyce Brown, Joyce. <laughs>
1: No, no, that, is that Joyce Taylor? Joyce oh, Taylor. Joyce Taylor. Yeah, there. Taylor. Yeah, okay. So Wilson's got Taylor? some credit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and I went there. No, so. you got the Sonics oh, credit. Channel That's yeah, a good one.
0: So, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so in um, so in 1983 you guys form and everybody's out of school. Um and let's talk about your sound because the 80s were that's right in my wheelhouse that was kind of a a unique time for music on the radio there was, you had the new wave punk crowd where you had like the Sex Pistols and the Clash and Um, Adam Ant and all these there was that crowd and then on the other side you had like Madonna, Michael Jackson Bruce Springsteen and then everything in between where you had like Flock of Seagulls (laughs) sort of, it was like weird like there was pop there was rock, there was new wave there was punk and it was all sort of divided around
5: and uh, what were you listening to? When uh, when me and Dale got together when we were in high school, we'd always kind of like talk about being in a band or like trying to start a band, and we were really super into the Ramones and kind of the New York stuff, and we really liked the New York Dolls and (laughs) anything anything that was like New York related. And but I also like you know I kind of considered myself like a punk rock guy because I liked all the British stuff and the Sex Pistols and all that. But I also like really liked all the American, which I even kind of thought was. I put it under the banner of punk rock, but it was like kind of new wave stuff like the B-52s and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, like the Cramps. Um, oh, yeah. Who else? Mm-hmm. You know, ton, yeah. just tons of Devo. We Devo, like love yeah. Devo, all that kind of stuff. But, the, you know, then there was kind of like a second like wave of, of new wave bands that we kind of we kind of thought were posers. We didn't really like so much, you know, mm-hmm. but, but it was like the Ramones was kind of like the thing for me and Dale. That was kind of our, yeah. our start. And then we just decided we, we kind of were living like punk rock kids. We like had a house with a bunch of friends and stuff, (laughs) and you know,
3: not doing anything, not doing anything, smoking, going to shows. KP, who are you listening to? Well, I actually I got into rock itself way late because I was as a kid. I grew up. My dad took me and my brother to movies all the time, so I was like totally movies. And it wasn't until like new wave i was i was kind of probably lean more toward new wave and like when that stuff came out when i was in late high school me and a buddy of mine uh got into it and stuff and got into punk rock and the clash and all that kind of stuff and then we met bill at the java jive kahuna excuse me using code names. <laughs> that's okay. We, we ran into him at the java jive we knew these punk rock girls way they went to bethel high school
5: which is like gotta be balls to be was her name Susie?
0: Susie was a punk rock.
5: patrick karen and renee well, you know and that was that was kind of the cool thing too about about those days was there weren't like punk rock kids all over the place. There were just like maybe like just like a smattering, and you'd get yeah. you'd get beat up. You, you know? knew I mean, by was, Yeah, I was going to ask you about. that. I mean, that. even if you even if you oh, had yeah. a bowl haircut and a leather jacket, you'd get beat up. I mean, you were you know considered a freak or whatever. Yeah. You know. And did um, you have the did you have any of the you know the spiked hair or the were you wearing I, the? I went through several phases of I kind of <laughs> went through I went through a Ramones phase. I went through a. Um, Billy Idol phase kind of had a mm-hmm. Billy Idol thing going on mm-hmm. Sid Vicious phase yeah. went through yeah. that you know just kind of did you listen to Generation X or oh, yeah. oh yeah that's great that's a great record we knew
2: he had a good look going when he would come in with a new hair color and my mom would open the door and scream and <laughs>
5: shut it <laughs> there like, like, there's, there's, up. A, there's like thumbs up there's like there's lots of crying in a there. lot of crying <laughs> which is so color. weird because
3: like now it's just like you see a kid walking down the street with purple mohawk or whatever it's just no big deal yeah Oh, my know, like daughter twice. changes her hair every
0: week. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, it's green this week, it's pink
3: yeah. next week, yeah. oh, whatever. But know? it's like then, it's like, yeah, we'd get chased and Were you oh, using the stuff thrown at us. And, oh, oh they all had kinds all of kinds stuff. of stuff. Coke. Coke. Whatever. Coke.
4: Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> egg, egg whites. Egg when <laughs> we, when yes, we used to go to good. shows and they would use the
2: egg whites and we would come back and they'd smell so bad, this egg white would turn stinky.
3: Breakfast the Yeah,
0: it'd be a baking from the lights yeah. Yeah. on stage. Well, and you just sweat. get sweaty, uh, get sweaty get and after sweat. a while, just be yeah. like, this yeah. stuff dripping down. Yeah, yeah, but it tasted good.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, because I remember back then, uh, I went through I was really into punk and new wave, and, and I had real conservative parents, and so I couldn't quite go the like the Mm. the over-the-top punk route. Mm -hmm. But I would do my own punk thing. And I remember once going, when they opened the Tacoma Dome, I think it was, and they had like the Righteous Brothers or somebody was playing there. And I showed up in my punk rock gear that i was mm-hmm. and uh yeah people were not happy oh about yeah it. Oh, no yeah. it
2: was dangerous you guys, uh,
0: yeah they wanted to fight you yeah. and uh, what's your problem and you yeah. know what are you
5: doing and it's like <laughs> uh-huh. i'm just walking You know? yeah
2: <laughs> yeah nope i'm wearing a different jacket and hairdo yeah. like this. So, you know
5: yeah well i mean i mean just a regular pair of like straight leg like levi's i mean it was shocking yeah You know, right. for everybody that had like you know Flared Britannias, giant, flared or buttons Britannia on your pants. collar. Yeah, or yeah, right. I mean, yeah, You had straight yeah. leg
0: pants on. You were any like... kind of spike, anything was <laughs> yeah. like crazy. So, well, were you having trouble then when you guys first started? Were you having trouble getting into clubs, playing, or getting into any kind of places to play?
5: Well, and that's kind of the thing too. That's like I was talking to a friend of mine just recently, just about how Tacoma's changed so much because I mean, really, the way that the the system was set up, they wouldn't. They would have. It was real strict about you know. Uh, uh, of uh, music being played at bars was always covers, you know. And, and and if there was if somebody was trying to open up a club or a bar, all the rules like pertaining to like live music or or of uh, 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 independent music, it was just impossible to try to get a show. You know, I mean, you yeah. couldn't you couldn't have a band play in a certain place because this or that, you know. And as far as like kids going to see yeah. shows, then it turned into this thing where the police would always come and shut shut an independent show down because... They would think, well, they're drinking, or they're doing this, or they're doing. I mean, it just yeah. Was... They
2: absolutely. The rule was that no kid could be in a bar that was no, not like now, where right. you can have kids shows in bars. They've loosened that up, which is good. They can have an but, all ages but show, but you could not be in a bar and have a show. So it'd just be kids shows. So what they would do was make these stupid dance laws and all right. this kind of stuff to prevent the kids from having shows at their own places. So where too. were you? Where were
0: you finding to play?
2: Well, we our house. the fifty-sixth uh, Street house was a big one. And then, and then, and then the Tropicana took it the in Olympia, in Olympia, yeah. Olympia. They were they managed to do that. Those evergreen kids managed to manage to do that. Yeah, uh, and it was great. It was, yeah. it was this, really yeah, cool. this guy opened
3: this. He rented this old shoe store on Fourth Avenue. It was just empty. I think it was a shoe yeah. store. It yeah, yeah, like it
2: looked like a shoe store.
3: store. We always thought it was a shoe store. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just a rectangle. Yeah, and uh, they just put on all ages shows all the time. Yeah, they even had like Black Flag play there and wow the butthole butthole surfers surfers played there yeah they were anybody in olympia huh yeah Yeah, at this little teeny place
2: (laughs) and then the thing that was so cool about the olympia shows (laughs) is that the bands would party with you afterwards so you got to hang out with everybody it
0: was a cool deal and we'll talk about that in just a second but the the latest cd from girl trouble is called the illusion of excitement let's listen to a clip of that off of that cd this is called community creek So Community Creep is the name of that. Uh, that's the first track off of The Illusion of Excitement. And I, I just have to say on a personal note, if you're not hip to girl trouble, man, what is your problem? <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, yeah, really. seriously uh, a great website, and we'll talk about that in a moment. You were mentioning some of the bands that you've played with. Uh, there, I, like, there was a list I saw, and then I, I couldn't find it again. Name off some of the bands that you have opened for, played with, toured with.
3: Well, just about every big grunge band we got to play with: yeah. Nirvana, and they, Soundgarden, Nirvana, yeah.
2: Soundgarden
0: um, uh, Alice in Chains. It was
3: cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Nine for the nineties. Nine for the nineties. Oh, they really? were the. Oh, only, yeah. They
3: were the only one of the nine that made it. <laughs> Us, not someone. I guess they were not yeah. paying attention. A lot of people weren't. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, uh, but then I, I gotta say, uh, you know, I'm sure there's other bands out there like this though. But the the list of bands we've got to play with or open for or play together or whatever is quite varied because then we also have gotten into the uh we've played with the ventures and the whalers nice. and got to play that the sonic.
2: sonic show oh yeah. that would have
3: been amazing that was the northwest trifecta
5: for me yes, yes. So getting the sonics final one was just like yeah yes. yeah that was a big deal for us that was a huge deal yeah, yeah. and they're but, real uh they're real great guys we kind of had met them like not, I don't know how many years, maybe 10 years ago or something, we, yeah. met, we yeah. met Larry Paripa and stuff, and um, they're really super nice guys. They yeah, like awesome. Great. But great, then we played groups. with, like, The Damned and... Uh,
2: yeah, punk rock guys. Yeah,
5: punk rock bands.
3: We Pissy got to Galar. play with Dick Dale a Dick few Dale, times, yeah. he, yeah. Is, yeah, awesome. he yes, is awesome. He is awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: Dick Dale's the man.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah, he is. I love he Dick is. Dale. He's,
3: yeah, I know. He's totally... He's incredible. I don't know how that guy does it. Yeah.
1: Um, bon, we were talking earlier about your uh, website, and it really is a, a great site. But there was something that was pretty enlightening on there that uh, I had never really heard about. And there was a whole section on there uh, warning other bands about the uh, pay-to-play. Pay play pay play. Play. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just a guy that's walking in the front door coming to see shows, and I really never knew anything about that. Can you tell us a little bit yeah, more about that's that?
2: Kinda my, that's kind of my own little, well, the guys are behind me, but that's my little pet. Project my little campaign One and woman
3: crusade. and
2: you know it used to happen a long time ago like in the 80s for uh, all the hair bands in LA used to do it completely ruined their scene so now it's come back and it's come back in a weird kind of a way because they're doing it from uh, internet and from MySpace and what they do is a company that's not located here will uh, spam email all the young bands and get them they'll rent halls like they'll rent a Studio 7 or something they'll get all the the bands Lined up, and they'll have like nine bands on a show and get all the bands to sell tickets and bring them the money. And so sometimes they get a little bit of it, and sometimes they don't. But these bands are getting totally ripped off, plus, it's the wrong. I think it's the wrong thing to teach these kids. Totally. You gotta work up. You gotta start from the bottom and work up. And, and they'll give them these big hauls, but then all they're playing to is their families, you know? Yeah. So it's not a
3: real show. Or like they have but, these like fake Battle of the bands yeah. where it's mm-hmm. like they gotta still sell tickets, they gotta bring the club the money. So who's buying the tickets? Well, the new bands. It's like mom, dad, brother, sister, mates. Ma- and then they get there, and of course they vote for their kid's band or their brother's band or whatever, and then so then they're in the you know the second of the finals. You know it gets trimmed down, but after a while it's like how many. Times your mom and dad and brother and sister and your yeah. aunt and uncle gonna go. Uh, they can't sustain. You <laughs> gotta go see Kurt's band again. Well,
2: yeah. Well, and the thing, the thing that really gets me about it is they're going after 14-year-olds. I just got done writing a bunch of uh, 14-year-old band. They're real cute. They re- really sound good. They're from Ohio, and they just got done doing this festival, and they sold 75. Uh, ten dollar tickets, and that's that. You know, that's that's seven hundred and fifty dollars that they handed over to this right. guy, and they, they're kids. Yeah, so. well,
3: and they'll have this pipe dream prize of like, you'll get a contract with such yeah. and such records. Well, that doesn't mean a major anything. label contract. a Yeah, yeah, that, con- for a 14 and you say contract at
5: a fourteen year old. Oh yeah, they're going you know, crazy. Go yeah, and well, like, and how old? The, contract how old, means nothing. You're going to be a certain age to buy a lottery ticket. I would yeah, right I know. It's now. yeah. I mean, that's basically <laughs> what they're <laughs> doing. Is <Yeah>. they're selling. <laughs> they're selling them. So a it's a, a,
2: it's a big kids. problem. So well, I I made a I made a website and it's called uh, neverpaytoplay.com.
0: Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, that was, see it
2: if you can. And I, really I, I encourage right? all
0: uh, young bands or up-and-coming bands or any band that's working hard to go visit that. And, and, and there's also, you have on your website, um, <laughs> it's a page where you give a bunch of advice uh, to uh, up-and-coming bands, how to play a show and all these things. Yeah. And it's your, your yeah. years of experience. And we if,
2: just think, you know, it's kind of up to these older bands like us to kind of hand down a little, and I don't know if they're going to listen, but at least it'll be there to say, Say, you know, this is how we did it, mm-hmm. and and so maybe you can take a little bit of uh, page off of that and, and realize that you could. And the, and the other thing that that we specify is. All the bands that made it, we didn't make it, but all the bands that made it that we know did it the same way. They right. didn't do Battle of the Bands to get corporate sponsorship or anything. They started at the bottom, all of them, and mm-hmm. worked up. So uh, that's what we're trying to I- impress. You well, know? And it's,
3: it's great. I was going to say real quick, uh, when Bond calls out some of these, like, you're pay-to-play, and they're like, we're not pay-to-play. This is what we do, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, right, and this band is bringing, if you're bringing money to a club, or a promoter. Haven't even played yet, yeah. and yeah. you're giving them cash. The, it's, uh, the it's, it's, that, that's, it's opposite you know, of how it should be. Well, yes. and they always give Bond this like thing after they, you know, they'll, they'll get into this war of words on the internet with Bond, and then when they like, f- they think she's a guy to start off with, you know, and then, and then when they find out more, <laughs> no, she's plus. oh, she's in this band girl trouble and they're old and they've been around forever, and oh yeah, stick a fork in it, people, you know, and, and they do this whole. They always pull the old. Oh, things have changed in the music scene, and you guys are out of it, and you guys guys are has-beens and blah 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 and it's like it hasn't changed you know it's yeah. totally the same and it's like there are a ton of new young bands in Tacoma that don't do the pay to play thing and they, they're putting on shows all the time
2: yeah and they're great and they
3: just put on shows yeah well let's listen to another uh, song off of the CD
0: the illusion of excitement girl troubles the band strictly sacred you guys have made it in our hearts <laughs> 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 Right, the song is Strictly Sacred. Our guest, of course, Girl Trouble. The Illusion of Excitement is the CD. Now, let's talk. Every time I get a band in here that's been around for a long time, it's like the time goes so fast, and there's so much I want to talk about because you guys have so much experience. But I I want to ask you about the giveaways because I've been to your shows, <laughs> and what I really... but. Out, other than, I mean, the giveaways are fun, but it, you guys have a knack of bringing your audience into your show that's unlike any other band I've ever oh, seen. Thanks. Wow. Thanks a lot. It, it's, yeah. almost, it, it's almost like you make it a community
5: event. It's like, thanks for being here. Come to us. We think it is. That's, kind of, that's our intent, and if yeah. it works, that's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes, but it, it, sometimes it, it doesn't. T- <laughs> sometimes it does not. <laughs> well, but we
2: try to make it, because we don't feel it's Agreed. just uh, us. We're just happen to be on stage, but it's taken the whole bunch of us to make a good show. Yeah, it always
0: does. Because so. a lot of bands will just, you know, they'll be up there and it's like, we're here, you're yeah. out there, totally. there's this barrier. Yeah. No, yeah. That,
3: that was the whole thing, is like we'd see we'd go see bands, punk rock or not, or whatever, bands we even knew, where it's just like, Dude, I know who you are. I mean, really, you're going to do that? <laughs> it's Like, you know, they'd be up there, and it's just like, we're the band. You're here for our show. Just yeah, shut up take and watch. It. Yeah,
5: watch. well, that's kind of, and that's kind of the lesson that we like learned from, yes. like, you know, from old punk rock bands. Was totally. you know, the show and the audience are the kind of the same thing. You know, or the, yeah. I mean, the band and the audience are yeah. the same same bunch of people. yeah. So
0: tell us us some of the stuff that you've given away. I I know I have a list of a few things that uh, you've given away, like a big comb. Uh, You gave away the beehive hair at your 25th uh, anniversary. Yeah. Uh, You've done the fireman, uh, like the fireman cap, the police. uh, Was it a
3: badge, I think?
2: Yeah, we've done, yeah. Um, We
3: threw out wigs one time.
2: Real wigs.
3: Real wigs.
5: (laughs) (laughs) That we didn't check out first, so.
0: (laughs) So We're at your own risk.
5: For any <laughs> Lice that we uh, might have any license, pa- any passengers. What did you came just go down to Goodwill
0: and just grab a bunch? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. yeah.
0: So it was like Archie McPhee, your sponsor or
3: something. I mean, you guys The twenty-five you know, the, for the uh, twentieth. Uh, yeah, twentieth. 20th, yeah. 20th, Archie yeah. McPhee yeah. sponsor. But, to... but tell them about the uh, the or the famous the uh, uh, boxing club. What we passed. Oh, at the boxing.
2: Club. There was this place, the Boxing Club, and it was a fire trap and a half. It was one in, door, it, one door, <laughs> and Cinder seven and seven hundred people. So we, I decided this time. Wow, it'd be fun to have a kind of a little pillow fight. Let's do that. So I went to all I the stores, uh, and I got about fifteen pillows. And I big thought, pillows. yes, big pillows. And I thought, oh, it's. I thought in a girl term, you're going to hit a little bit, you know. And
3: then she was thinking fur- like beach blanket.
2: <laughs> I, I had absolutely the wrong idea. So during bat, we played Batman, and during Batman, Kurt starts throwing out these pillows, and they went ape it, and was they, it was it was a a sea of foam and feathers and you couldn't even see anybody or breathe well, it was it like
5: 120 degrees it was
2: 120 degrees to begin with. it was, in in it with, was really and,
5: hot and it was really sweaty in there and the pillows got wet yeah.
0: i wish
3: i had and been it was, was
2: it in was this. a big mistake it i remember even great, before
5: but, the show i grabbed Bon.
3: i was like it is so dang hot in here i i I'm I'm I feel like I'm gonna pass out. And yeah. We got up on stage. Yeah. So.
2: Well, and the other bad thing was in those days everybody could smoke at the club. Oh, so yeah. it was like you know it could have been real bad. Lucky so.
3: that yeah
0: we didn't have a uh, yeah the fire. It was ill conceived,
2: <laughs> but it sure looked great. I
0: it
5: was mean, also. I heard effort. I've heard from people who were there. They said <laughs> it, it was just some, it, it was, was legendary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got out of control. <laughs> to say the least. Well, and well, the, fir- the very first
3: show we ever played at the Battle of the Bands at f- what was Fort Steilacoom community-, community College. Yeah. What is it now? It's
2: No, it was Green River.
3: No. No, it was... Fort You're Stilcombe. talking about Fort Stillcom. Yeah. Where you gave out the root Something beer? Diff- yeah, yeah, which was stupid.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't think it on that you? one through either.
3: Well, we were practicing, and I came to <laughs> practice with this root beer, and I was thinking... Dad's old-fashioned root beer. Let's let's pass out root beers because who doesn't like root beer? Yeah. (laughs) And if somebody gives me root beer, I'm gonna. Fill out their form. Yeah.
2: We, we were trying <laughs> were they to get a vote. them
3: up. And yeah. no, or, no, they were no, very they good. They did not do any of that or, <laughs> They or didn't throw, throw them back. Oh, throw them That's back. That's what yeah. like, later we were like.
2: <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we, had, we had chocolate kisses that they threw one time, and those things will come back zinging at you. I mean, yeah. they're really bad.
3: Of the we were just at a show yeah. where
0: they handed out cho- chocolate, yeah. chocolate kisses, yeah. and they were all over the oh, stage yeah. In yeah. time.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I wanted to go back to some links on your site because. I know you're all uh, Northwest Natives, and uh, I love these links. Under the religion link, yes. is the Davi, you go and click on that, and then you go to a Davy and Goliath page. Oh,
2: oh yeah. We're yeah. big Davy and Goliath <laughs> well, fans. Yeah.
1: Davy. <laughs> not, it was not, when I clicked <laughs> on that, I went, religion? I wonder what this is going to be. Exactly. That was great. And then it's Where Davy and Grilter Goliath. Where is Krilder It was the only cartoon on on Sunday, and after feasting well, on cartoons on um, Saturday, yeah. and it was. Before church, usually, yeah. usually, right. Right. Yeah. so yeah. it's like I wish there was more of this, you know. <laughs> but that was great, so, oh, and uh, and I thought I was also thinking, you know, the the magazine version was in highlights, roof or uh, Goofus and Gal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was yeah. which
0: is the link that goes to JP,
1: uh, and then the link to yeah. JP. right? I can't right? remember what's the... under
2: that one, but JP,
1: uh, we're big JP oh, fans. Yeah, I am too. And, are... and and it was in reference to uh, the unveiling of the statue in Fremont. Did you guys oh, go right. to that? No, we, did we didn't
2: make it to that. But we did go to a big thing at the Temple Theater where, uh, I, mean, I don't know Gertrude. if you guys went to that, where Gertrude and JP were both there and they showed all their old films mm-hmm. and stuff and it was really great. They were both there and they were doing great. Signed and one time, one time we got Gertrude to come to one of our shows
5: and nice. sign autographs. The,
1: I, went to the, we uh, I went to the unveiling at uh, Fremont for the uh, statue and I uh-huh. bought a brick oh, and cool. Uh, cool. put my name and <laughs> a friend's name on it. But then when it was over, uh, Gertrude had left and they left in a limo. They came in the limo, left in the limo, and then afterwards, he went by with the wig off, uh, but he still had the Gertrude makeup Makeup. on, Uh and he's got a vet. He's oh, wow. in his 70s, oh, and he drove wow. by it in his back. <laughs> oh, <wow.
5: laughs>
3: yeah, well, we had heard that, uh, well, Soundgarden, when they first were getting really big, and they played, like, two sold-out shows at the Paramount, they had JP come and introduce him. Mm-hmm. But we had heard through the grapevine, I don't know if it's true or not, that they paid him, like, $100. And we were like, $100? That is an outrage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: you're playing so, at the Paramount.
3: So this one guy we knew, he goes, well, Bob Newman, who's creature, mm-hmm. uh hangs out in this bar that I bartend at. He, he doesn't drink. He just has coffee. And we were like, oh, that'd be great. God, we could get Gertrude and pay her more. <laughs> not, in, uh, not in JP's face, but right. you know, yeah. pay, pay mm-hmm. Gertrude. So he, did you have him? She did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and he came yeah. and um, came in the. In, that uh, full costume, it was I think awesome. He came in a taxi, or his son dropped him off, but he introduced <laughs> We had three bands, and uh, uh, we were headlining, but then he wasn't feeling good by the time it came to introduce us, and he had to leave. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. That is so girl trouble. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That,
2: hey, that is so. That's girl kind double. of the story of our. Before
0: we uh, before we talk about this uh, event going on on the 27th, let's listen to another track. And this is also off of the CD, The Illusion of Excitement. This thing called Love. All right, so our guest today is Girl Trouble and uh, this thing called Love off of their CD, The Illusion of Excitement. Now, uh, again, like I said, time goes so fast. There's so many things I want to talk about. Granny Go-Go, your thing with uh, Mr. T. I wanted to get to Wig Out Magazine. We're not going to get to that, so hopefully we can have you back in sometime. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah we'd absolutely. love to come back. Uh, yeah. it'll, it'll be awesome. I mean, it would be great. So Saturday, March 27th, you're going to be appearing at the New Frontier with <laughs> Blowfly, yeah. mm-hmm. the
5: original dirt. Dirty rapper. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he's a so dirty, dirty man. <laughs> <laughs> so tell he's us, got wh- a, he's got a foul mouth. <laughs> that would be the dirty part. Uh, tell us
0: about that, and, and uh, tell us how people get uh, sh- tickets for that, and, and the time, and all of
2: that. Me?
3: Yes. Sure.
2: Uh, <laughs> well. Um, Let's see. Well, I'll, t- I'll first tell you uh, uh, just quick. We went to see Blowfly. At he he's a famous guy. He's written as Clarence Reed. He, that's his real name. He's mm-hmm. written uh, songs for um, Betty Wright, the Clean Up Woman. I don't yeah, know if you've yeah, heard yeah. that one. But and Gwen McCray, um Rock and Chair. He did all these real famous songs. Then he decided he he'd always kind of done this dirty rap thing. And he wears a cape and a, a mask. He's he's a whole got a whole superhero. It's kind outfit.
5: of a superhero. Thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, He looks and, like a
2: Mexican wrestler. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He looks yeah. Like a <laughs> Mexican wrestler. And so we uh, went to see him about, a, what was it, a year ago, yeah, maybe? I guess. at I uh, At Hell's Kitchen. And there was hardly anybody there, which we, we thought was weird. So anyway, um, we're friends on MySpace, and we just kind of hooked up that way. And they said, well, the Tom guy, who's his manager and drummer, said, well, if you guys play, you know... Uh, he'll come back so we thought oh this is cool so we're going to play four shows with him and uh, one's in Portland and one's in uh, Seattle. Seattle at the Comet and then this big one we're hoping at the at the New Frontier which we love the New Frontier mm-hmm. so yeah, we're that's hoping a great for venue. that yeah. and then okay. the uh, Brotherhood in, in Olympia. Olympia so um, the prices are around $10 or so and mm-hmm. I think they're not doing pre-sale tickets I think it's just uh, so you get, get at the door early, and serve. at the sure. New Frontier it's
0: 9 yeah. o'clock 21 and up, 10 bucks, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's Saturday, March 27th. Yeah, yeah, Girl trouble with Blowfly.
2: Yes, and I, th- I really strongly I urge you
0: recommend. to
5: come yes. to
2: this. And he's also supposedly going to do some of his uh, Clarence Reed stuff too. He didn't do that last time, and this time he's going to sing some of those songs. Some too. of his
5: non-dirty songs.
0: Some <laughs> of his non-dirty songs. That's right. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk more about this over the next couple of weeks, and we'll push okay, it. Cool, and we'll cool. put a link um, on our website. Oh, cool. Yeah. There's also Thanks. a link on our website to your fabulous website. Oh, thanks. And people oh, can thanks. spend hours on that thing. There's <laughs> link and clicks and, and all kinds of things to do. But it's, it's very all, 90s. It's, it's <laughs> all 90s. fascinating and we love <laughs> yes, it.
3: It's a great website. Uh,
0: Girl Trouble, we want to thank you guys for coming in so well, thanks much. Thanks for having us. KP, yeah. Bond, Kahuna, it's been an absolute thank pleasure. Thank you. I'm
3: not wearing any pants. Save
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it is, for blowfly.
3: <laughs> that is a Convergence Zone tradition. Yeah,
0: oh. we do that all the time. So, well, We'll see you guys at the New Frontier and we'll have you back on soon. Thanks for having us. It's Thank awesome. You much. See you later. All right, man. I mean, again, Girl Trouble, what a great honor to have them in on our program. And go check out their website. It's a great website. Their website's One of amazing. the best. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. I mean, there's so much on there. I've spent a lot of time, and you can just read so much of the history. The other thing I didn't, uh, that I, we ran out of time, but I wanted to talk to them about, they have a link on there to old, to historic Tacoma landmarks that have been disappearing. And they're real advocates for our area. Area and, and I really appreciate that and I love their music and I, I hope we can go down and see them you know the next time they're playing. So thank you Girl Trouble for coming in and uh, we, it was a pleasure and an honor. Can't wait to have him back. All right. Well, our next
1: guest today, <laughs> this guy's a wild man, I'm telling you. He is. He's, that's what I had to say to him. Is uh, The name Robin Williams mean anything to you? Because <laughs> he is a dynamo. It's like, turn him loose and let him go. Yeah, the guy, he's another one that should think about stand-up. It's
0: Charlie Land, who is also known as Tea Party Charlie. And we had an interview, a little uh, sit-down with Charlie, and here's how that went. All right, we are in the studio today with a... a <laughs> A great guy. He's a local radio personality, and his name is Tea Party Charlie, Charlie Land. And he has a, uh, a, a video blog on his, on his website, and whether you agree with him or not, you have to admit, this guy's entertaining. He's a lot of fun, and we're, we're glad to have him in with us today. Charlie, how you doing, man?
4: Hey, I'm not doing bad, and that's www.tpartycharlie.com with a daily commentary video every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and it's, uh, you know, Democratic Party, Republican Party, I don't think I want to be party to either of them, so I'm kind of (laughs) an equal opportunity political annoyer out there, and I invite you all to check it out.
0: Yeah, and what is it that you say if I uh, make you mad, grow up?
4: Oh, yeah, we better better do that
0: right now out there. I
4: better do the tagline out there, so I just wanna say right now folks that if I say anything here on the Northwest Convergence Zone to offend anybody out there, just let me say it right now. Grow up and get over it. We've become a nation, of watery-eyed ball, babies, Isn't it makes me sad? Yes. I'll tell you, you know, I thought we were going to get hope and change. We got Obama and O'Biden. We got two dopes and no change. <laughs> well, four dopes if you want to have, you know, Harry and Nancy included in there, too. But I don't know.
0: So now tell us, uh, l- let's talk about uh, just Charlie Land as a broadcaster before, we- and we'll-, we'll move into the Tea Party, Charlie, but tell Tell us about your uh, your beginning as a broadcaster. How that started, and and where you're from. Local, you're here, right? You're from yeah. Local. I'm a
4: I'm a local boy. There, born and raised in Lakewood. And uh, pushing over a little 50 right now. And most people would remember me from my old tagline, somebody scream from Leslie's Nightlife Lounge between 1984 and 1992, I think is when that one closed down finally with the best in top 40 live rock and roll that went on seven nights a week. And I figure when I was there hosting the best in the Northwest bands during those years, we had over a million people coming out, partying and rocking and rolling wow. with us out there. At the Do you remember some of the Nightlife bands that Lounge. rolled through there? Oh, God! Some of my favorite ones, uh, the Blue Baboons, Stripes, were doing a lot of originals, and a lot of people still remember the Stripes. And if you mm-hmm. know Robert oh, yeah. Richard, who runs the music exchange out there on South Tacoma Way, right. you know, he was the uh, organ player, keyboard player out there. Minds Eye, Sky Pilot, Baby Gun, 9-11, Steve Carlson in the rumor, one of my favorite, Denny's Rogers, was hot. <laughs> and so was uh, Marie Celeste, that little puffball out there. And uh, we just had bands every week for nine years out wow. there. We just set records because we were concerned consistent and I just ran this show that so there was no dead air I came on at 8 we I had the bands and I used to say hey the band has to take a break doesn't mean the people do so I would supply the music in between and afterwards Right
0: now Leslie's wasn't that uh didn't they used to have car shows and stuff out there as well
4: Yeah we'd have some car shows out there and Yeah and I think uh, I had my car and then we took over another club and called it Leslie's too which then turned into the Happy Days and we were running two clubs You had a lot of clubs back then U right. P station and the and the shipwreck and Cap Nemo's in the back forty, right. all of those places, and now you have karaoke.
0: Yeah, ah, <laughs> the, oh, the do You ever get yes. down and do the karaoke?
4: No, I never got <laughs> down and, and did the karaoke. Out
0: so there. you're doing that, and then you decide uh, I think I want to go on on the radio. And did you? Well,
4: I was doing all kinds of commercials from from the end to KISW to KBSG out here when that was back in Tacoma, and that was mostly all the bar commercials out there. And even back then, that was like 150 bucks a minute you know when you're advertising because we had a lot of people come down from seattle especially if it was like boy toy with pamela and and that other girl and uh... so i was doing a lot of that and then i i had a son I had a son when I turned 33. God decided not to crucify me at age 33. He gave me a son instead. <laughs> and, and it was kind of a surprise because when I found out, he was seven months old. And, uh, and so I, had a, I got custody, and the judge said I couldn't work at a nightclub anymore. Really? And so I went to work for a radio station. It was kind of weird. You know, never, never was married. Some people, you know, they say, no, you know, you're, you have an illegitimate son. And I said, no, my son's not illegitimate. His parents are, (laughs) you know, don't put that on my son. It was just one of those weird things. We weren't together very long It's one of those girls. And, you know, she says, you know, I'm not going to have sex until I get married, you know? And I thought, wow. And then I thought, wow, my friend Dave has this priest costume, (laughs) you know? So we did this fake wedding and, you know, and then we can, you know, oh, what a, thing, oh, what a tangled web we weave when we do practice to conceive you know so i had my son and uh and then that relationship was over and she was really mad when she found out that was a fake priest yeah, so anyway so then i got in the radio for a long long time what was she opting out for a real priest well i don't know well she thought she thought that it was a really really got married out there so
0: you went on the radio and uh you did that for a while and but Recently you've really found
4: a niche with this Tea Party Charlie. How did you come up with your Tea Party Charlie persona? Well, I started doing some guest appearances out there. It was 9/12, which is September 12th for you liberals out there that don't really <laughs> quite know how that's going and that's a date in history and that was September 12th and that was on the north steps of the Capitol building and I was a guest speaker out there. There's about 2,000 people and uh some of the speakers kind of bored and a lot of politics so I was out there doing my political satire and crossing the line. <laughs> with the radio station name, wondering if I'm going to get in trouble. But people yelled, laughed, screamed. I kept using my old rock and roll thing about, somebody scream! And they all screamed. And I went, wow, I got something here. So it went on and that, pushed the envelope on that. Then we had the Tea Party Express October 30th out at the Puyallup uh, Fairgrounds, the event center. 5,000 people show wow. up for this thing yes. the night before Halloween. And it's like, wow. And Kirby Wilbur and I are like, wow, this is bigger than I thought. This is really big. So we got to do something. Kind of calm down during the holidays after the election. And uh, and then someone said, you got to do this uh, website to promote yourself that way. And so looked into it. And all of a sudden, Tea Party Charlie was born. And uh, it's been about six weeks now.
0: Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, give the website again
4: www.teapartycharlie.com. That's a T E A to spell T for the liberals out there. If you don't know how to spell, all right,
0: or conservatives or anybody in between. <laughs> well,
4: there's, yeah, there's stupid people on both sides, especially right when you're yeah. dealing with the economy right now. They call it stupidomics, is what they're doing.
0: <laughs> and like I say, whether you agree with uh, Charlie or not, you you have to admit he's entertaining. And and I I go in and watch the video blogs. I find it very entertaining. Sometimes I agree, and other times I you know it's like well, but. I love
4: the commentary, and I love your passion about it. You're very passionate about it. Well, thank you. Thank you. And, uh, And even the Republicans were up for hope and change. You know, it wasn't just a Democratic thing. It was Republican. Everyone's all for hope and change. But see, in the political spectrum out there, hope really means anything is possible. As long as someone else is paying for it and not them.
0: <laughs> okay, now that's where I'm really with you is the whole tax thing. And you guys, you're you really uh, tackling, especially here in Washington, the tax thing. We're getting taxed to death. Gregoire really loves to uh, just, just foot the bill on our backs. And, you know, so the way you presented everything, it's in an entertaining way, but there's a lot of information there, and you kind of break it down so that even dumb guys like me can understand
4: it. Well, I don't think you're that dumb, but I'll tell you, <laughs> some people are dumber than others, and TV just keeps dumbing them down even more and more, especially if you watch some of the weather people on the newscast. Oh, how did I say that? <laughs> you know? But then and they, just, they just come and get you. They either get you, like I said, with the hope thing, or they get you with the change thing. You know, and the change thing they're talking about means at first you don't succeed, just change the rules and then pass it before anybody can figure out what's going on. We don't even know if there is a health care bill. We don't, we don't, I don't think it's even written yet and no one knows what's going on. I think they got it mixed up with gays in the military. It's kind of like, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> it's like, well, we don't know what's going on, but we're going to pass it this week. <laughs> yeah, we're going to pass it this week. Well, pass what? Well, whatever it is, we're going to write after we pass it. And I'm sitting there going... Am I the only person that doesn't get this, or is there a lot of other people too? And that's where the Tea Party comes in. Those were lost souls that didn't have a place to to meet and gather, and and they just stayed at home and yelled and screamed at their TV and threw beer bottles at their TV like <laughs> I used to do. And now they can go out there and they have this big meeting place, and they're all on the web, and it's big out there. It's big out there. Go to the PatriotHub dot com, and you can find a lot of places out there too. And I should give Kirby Wilbur a plug too. w dot Americans for uh prosperity. Americans for prosperity dot org. He's a new Washington state director of that organization out there and so to want to give him a plug.
0: Yeah, and you, you recently had him on uh, your program and then also aren't you submitting you do a lot of parody songs and we we love the parody songs. Don't aren't you submitting one of those to Sean Hannity?
4: Well it's not a parody, actually I have a few that are copyrighted. I like, got about twenty more that I haven't copywritten yet, and or however you say that word, and uh, a couple sad lonely love songs which are the only other kind I have. <laughs> and then I have a tea party song called This Is the Right Moment, This Is the Right Year, which you hear the kind of beginning of the That's of the theme on there, and now I'm not a real country musician or, or uh, vocal talent, so I just record him in the radio station. and Elvis never wrote a song in his life, he had other people write That's for him, right. so I'm looking for people to record it. So I got kind of like the demos down. Kirby Wilber's helped me getting it to Sean Hannity because Sean Hannity has all the country friends when they go out there and do those Hannity tours out there. Mm-hmm. But I do do some. Uh, Obama parodies out there. Well, let's hear a couple. Well, let's hear one. This one I just happened to write uh, yesterday. I was on the steps, north steps of the Capitol building. North steps of the Capitol building. And uh, we were filming some things for a big tax party rally. And then I said, hey, just aim it this way. I wrote down a few things out here. And we'll just, uh, it's kind of a parody on a, take this job and shove it. But this one's <laughs> a little different here. So hey, let's see if I can do it. My country voice here, kids. says, take that Obamacare and shove it shove it you know where you say that we need it and we say we don't care so go find something better to do like fixing the economy cause jobs we want and jobs we need all across this great country so take your obamacare and shove it yes shove it where the sun don't shine (laughs) you might be the president but you ain't no friend of mine and almost everything you do is just a constitutional crime so take your obamacare and shove it and shove it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> and that could be for all the coffee party people. You know, they got the coffee That's right, party right, now. Yeah, exactly. It's like that. You know, the coffee ground movement. Right. Sounds like a little X lax in your coffee out there, a little <laughs> coffee <laughs> movement out there. I just told them on the video, I said, well, I only got a couple words to say for you. Get your hands on the button right here. I said, you'll Starbucks you. Go you know, Starbuck yourself, and you can just kiss my coffee can. <laughs> Charlie,
1: I got to ask you. uh, what do you think with the, the strength of the Tea Party movement and uh, the, the people that are getting involved in it, that politically in 2012, that there might be a chance for a true
4: third-party candidate for president? Well, the idea is the Tea Party is not supposed to become a third-party candidate. They're just supposed to be the watchdogs on everybody, whether you're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Independent, or, or whatever. Because once... And that, that's what scares me about that chick from Alaska. What's her name? Palin. <laughs> Palin, there we go. I knew that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and she's getting her in. So once, once the Tea Party movement gets identified through one person, like a Palin, now it ceases to become the Tea Party movement it's and the it Palin becomes movement. the people of Palin, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, that you guys, guys want to say, kind of dingy out there, you know. And I think she does more harm than good. I think the problem yeah. was in the 2008 election that the voters got kind of mixed up there, you know, and they didn't realize it was a presidential election. They thought it was another <laughs> episode of American Idol, you know. <laughs> and we all lost, you know. We had the Olympics. You guys were talking about the Olympics out there. I was thinking, man, wouldn't that have been really cool if Obama had been the silver medalist? In 2008, in the presidential election, because <laughs> then we'd have McCain, and I don't know if that's any better because they all spend too much money, and I think everybody agrees on that. Uh, so you
1: don't, you don't think with dissatisfaction on both sides, yeah. with Democrats and Republicans at every level, state, federal, uh, presidential, that there could be enough people out there. A true third-party yeah, candidate cause they would have a it, chance.
0: They tried it with Nader. They also tried it with uh, Ross Perot. Ross and, Perot and, and, got
4: and a flat tire. He got to fix that flat tire. <laughs> yeah, help you
6: out.
0: And he was doing great <laughs> until he went crazy. Yeah. Then yeah, they went nuts. And, and they <laughs> and just see had what happened. Oh, Clinton got elected on that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the so far the third-party. Candidates that have been, quote, legit really haven't been that
4: legit. And they take something away from the Democrats or they take something away from the Republicans, and that's what screws everything up. Now, the idea here was to use the Tea Party movement to weed out those political parties. And if you're going to be on the right, then you're going to be on the right. If you're going to be on the left, you're going to be on the left. Right now, they say, oh, I'm in the middle, and they're not. <laughs> right. Because they lie. Or else they're stupid. Or else they're telling stupid lies. It's one or the other. At least, at least when Nixon lied, you believed him. <laughs> but see, with this administration, and I always tell people, I said this is the most transparent administration in the history of this great country. And it is the most transparent because I can see right through every lie they are telling. <laughs> they're, they're not even disguising it.
0: Well, before we wrap this up, because we, uh, we're running out of time, I give your website again.
4: www.tpartycharlie com just google it t e a charlie c h a r l i e
0: now before we started and, and I like your songs like they, they cracked me up and, and they're also informative but you you did a little ditty about our program. You would care to share that with us?
4: Oh I might be able to find that one out there and I, I actually emailed you a couple of songs last night. I don't know yeah, think you got them out there last night. One's called a Runaway Runaway from me. Which is the story of my love life. And uh, the other one is, uh, Oh No, Uh, Where Did You Go? Which is another story about my love life. About how you screw up and you wake up the next morning and wonder where she went. Uh, Let's see, a little parody here real quick there. Well, my name's Tea Party Charlie, and I'm not very sorry for all the things that I do. And when I walk down the street, the people that I meet say, who the are you <laughs> i make all kind of shrills to give you all kind of chills but the thrill that i never knew is the thrill that'll get you when i heard my voice on the northwest convergent yes, <laughs> <all right>. zone <Convergence-o. laughs> so i'm going to be able to hear my voice so i was thinking on you know, seeing radio you do something then you can't hear yourself anymore because it's over Oh, it's you'll be able to, in the air. That's space why we and, love our podcast. Anybody and can. That's what is so anytime. cool about this. And when you guys uh, found out about you and I, you know, and I turned on as many people as I can about this. And I said it's so cool because you don't have to sit there and listen, or you don't have to be in your car. You can do it whenever you want, and you just click on www nwconvergencezone.com and, and you got it whenever you want that. there and you can archive yeah, it and stuff right. I thought I was listening to Robin Trower last week <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mind went back 30 years man this Dudley Taft man I, let's go find
0: him oh it was a great, great. show Dudley yeah, Taft alright really hey Charlie thank you so much for coming in and we're yeah, going to have you back definitely time always flies but uh, we love Tea Party Charlie and, and we love your
4: passion and yeah. we will be in touch thanks yeah thank www.teapartycharlie.com be careful
0: alright <laughs> So anyway, it's a great, uh, great interview, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie's crazy. Like I, I mean, honestly, even if you don't agree with him, and because he leans really towards the, uh, you know, the the right side and stuff, and you just have to admit, the guy's entertaining, and he's passionate about what he believes. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, but we should just do the disclaimer: uh, opinions of guests on the Northwestern Virgin <laughs> Zone not do not are. necessarily reflect the opinions of the uh, cast and crew. But uh, you know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Who yeah, knows? But he's entertaining. So anyway, hey, let's move forward. It's time for
0: birthdays. Yes. Now, with birthdays of the living, here's a Northwest Convergence Zone's own Prince of the Pinata, Big D. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be me. That's you. How did I become the Prince of Pinatas anyway? I,
1: be- because you know how to swing the bat and <laughs> uh, you like breaking stuff. <laughs> okay. That works for me.
0: All right. Well, birthdays of the living this week. Of course, you remember this uh, this lady from the U.S. soccer team. She was born in 1972, on the 17th of this month.
1: Mia Hamm. Yes. Do you remember her? Double D. Who? Mia Hamm. Hamm. <laughs> she did something That's at the end of a high. famous yeah. U.S. soccer game. Do you remember her
0: no. sliding after a goal and lifting up something? It was her
1: shirt. You would have no. liked it. I, no, I <laughs> She can't. showed
0: her white sports bra to the world. All right. This guy, I always dug his music, and uh, he was born in 1967, also on the 17th. Billy Corgan. From Smashing Pumpkins. Talking about swinging a bat and smashing things, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then this guy, born in 1951. Also on the seventeenth, is there something significant
1: yeah, going did on you on know, the seventeenth? Did you finally notice the theme that I had going there?
0: Saint <laughs> <St>. Patrick's Day. <laughs> this is a good Irish guy. No, I don't think he is. Anyway, Kurt Russell is going to be fifty-eight. That's pretty amazing, right there.
1: All right, very underrated actor. Well, now as always, we have to go to the other side. Now with birthdays from beyond, here's the Northwest Convergence Homes answer to Art Bell, Big Joe.
3: Ooh.
1: All right, uh, on 317 uh, 1938, I'm sure that Double D knows a lot about uh, this particular subject. I know that he's quite the ballet fan. <laughs> hey, don't tell my secrets, okay? <laughs> I heard he's a season ticket holder. He knows Closet. how to plie, Secret. and uh, what else do they do in ballet? Plie is all I know. Uh, <laughs> Rudolph, Wear weird costumes. <laughs> Rudolf Nureyev. The Russian dancer would have been 71 years old. I'm with Double D. I have no idea who that guy is. You do not know Nureyev? No. No. Oh, shame on you. Does he brew vodka? (laughs) Well, he He was Russian, so let's just leave it at that. Okay. All right, on uh, March 17th, 1919, the great Nat King Cole. Oh, love Nat. Yeah, and the Christmas song, of course. One of the greatest Christmas songs of all time. Would have been 90 years old. And on March 17, 1902 The greatest, well, definitely one of the greatest golfers of all time, won the Grand Slam, the first Grand Slam, and he played as an amateur all his life. Bobby Jones would have been 107 years old. Bob A. Founder of the Masters coming up in April. Will Tiger be there or not? Inquiring minds want to know. Mm, You guys want to lay any money on whether he's going to be there or not? I think he's going to be there. I think he'll be there. All right, that is this week's Birthdays from Beyond.
0: All right, thanks, Big Joe. And of course, if you see any of the living birthday folks walking around. <laughs> uh, you know, get, tell them happy birthday. If you see the dead ones walking around, well, you might want to check with M. Night Shyamalan because you're seeing dead folks. That's right. <laughs> All right, our last guest on the big program today is a great band. I'm telling you, man, uh, the name of their CD is called Ghost Country. And the painkillers are really representing the the... the a different sound in Tacoma and they're from the the package of their CD to the name of their their record company Viva Tacoma Rec- Records these guys are awesome we had a great time with them we sat down and had a little chat and here's how that went all right our last guest today on the big program is a great band Another band from Tacoma that we're really high on right now, and they have a wonderful new sound. And when I say new, I mean it's new. It's, it's unlike anything you've heard, but it's so cool. It's, like, it's above what's going on right now. I truly believe that. And the, the name of the band are The Painkillers, and we're happy to have them in our studio today. Guys, welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, Howdy. (laughs) We have we have the entire band, and it's awesome. So very nice. (laughs) Well, let's go with uh, let's start with how you guys all came together. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's seven of you. Are you guys a Craigslist band? Are you? Did you guys find each other on Facebook? How did you? And there's like the age group is is also well represented (laughs) here. So how did you guys come together?
5: (laughs) Uptown (laughs) Studios.
0: In Uptown Studios, was Up, right, right down to, into this mic right here.
5: Uptown Studios. We, uh, we all kind of met and converged
0: around Uptown Studios. So you guys are just all hanging out. You guys are doing
6: your thing, and you're like, "Hey, uh, just started jamming," or how? Invite each other in. Well, basically, um, uh, Billy and James were in a band called Hillborn, and uh, and they uh, decided that they wanted to kind of go off on a two guitar. You know, folk extravaganza, and uh, and they kept borrowing my PA, and eventually I I just <laughs> I just said, look, it, man, you can borrow my PA, but can I come and drum with you guys? And we played a few shows uh, at the Harvester, believe it or not, and uh, and we just clicked, and uh, so we ultimately were a seven-piece now, but we started out as a three-piece, two guitarists and a drummer, and. Uh, and then we uh, then we decided that we needed to like the sound that we we went from kind of being more of a freeform psychedelic band to like having more strong uh, uh, song structure, and so uh, we needed uh, uh, some more voices and, and a bass player, and uh, and so we went and uh, just kind of drew from our friends. Uh, Oh, Drew, 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 our friend, <laughs> and uh, and then once uh, once we had that going, we kind of uh, I mean I, I played the uh, drums and percussion, and to create some of the percussion live was was kind of difficult, and so we um, we brought on uh, my daughter Ava and uh, hi. hi, Ava and Mindy, uh, Drew's Drew's wife, and so we kind of just you know we just pulled from our family. And uh, we had some ideas for this recording that we're making right now in the studio. We've been recording the last two days. And we, um, we really needed uh, somebody to come in and play Mellotron and Hunter... Uh Hunter Lee came in and did that for us, and it really—it's really an really, uh, uh, amazing sound for us now. Well, Joe, he plays the uh, jaw harp. Can he join? There's a spot for everything, man. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> guys
0: don't—you so don't need roadies harp. at all. No. Actually, <laughs> you, know? you
6: know what? We already did that on, on Galaxy 500. I think the song—one of the songs right. you're going to play tonight—we have—we uh, have that jaws harp. Right there at the end. So and it. Spe- yeah, speaking of. <laughs> sorry, 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 Joe. I was trying. I was really actually trying to. But it actually was a, rip, yeah. a Rick harp, so maybe, uh, maybe a Joe harp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of Galaxy 500, let's take a listen to some of that. This is The Painkillers. One, two,
6: three.
0: Name of the song Galaxy 500. name of the song is Galaxy 500. Our guest, the painkillers. I got a little Tacoma in there. That's great. Also, the name of your uh, record label is Viva
1: Tacoma Records. We gotta love that. Well, I had to ask you on uh, Galaxy 500. I uh, watched a YouTube video of that is that correct? And then uh, it, it got uh, brought down just a little bit too soon. But it sounded uh, that there was actually some whistling on that. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, that James. was some real well, Andy Griffith show
6: whistling on that. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who did that? That was James. Yeah, and that wasn't God. that was just whistling. That was psychedelic whistling. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it was great. Is that mushroom induced? <laughs> <laughs> I got my starts whistling in the studio,
1: you know. And, yeah, well, that's 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 something a lot of people can't do. It. It was really good.
0: I yeah, really liked great, it. That's it. a great uh, video. Uh, do you have you have other videos out there, you guys?
6: Yeah, a guy, a guy Brandon Green. Uh, we haven't seen Brandon for a while, but he uh, he really did uh, a lot of amazing things for us uh, and made all those videos that are on on our on on YouTube and on our on our website and uh, MySpace. Now, tell us
0: about some of the venues that you play. <clears throat> Where are you Where are you guys? Where have you been playing?
5: A lot in Seattle, I've noticed. We play all over Puget Sound area. I mean, from Olympia to
6: Tacoma, Seattle. And not just any. Fa- bars.
3: Any we play art galleries. <coughs> <coughs> you, you know,
6: we, we play we play Pioneer you know, Square. Yeah, we played Occidental Park. In we try to play too, did you? Of we don't limit it. It's amazing, <laughs> you
0: know? Right. And, and, and any favorite place that
6: any place that really uh, like uh, the vibe was really cool there. You, was really it digging it. Like so many. I mean, from from like. You know, from, I mean, the vibe was cool in Occidental Park and, and uh, you know, Rocket Records, just, you know, we've played a lot of. So you guys played
0: down at Rocket? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, was cool.
6: fun. Yeah, we played at the Lennon Statue the in Jive, Fremont. You know? <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, Java Jazz is always. Java is a great place. Always, a great yeah, place. Yeah, so cozy there. And the New Frontier, you know, is becoming a good place what to is? play for Americana style music. Right.
5: My favorite place was the library. <laughs> to to come a the Tacoma
6: Library. The Tacoma Library. And
5: they had like really cool lights and stuff, and right. we were all set up on this stage. It was like in yeah. this special room. It was so cool. I've <laughs> only seen... To
0: be able to play music in the library. <laughs> I, saw, yeah, I saw one show there. I took my daughters to see uh, Harry and the Potters. You ever heard of those guys? <laughs> oh, <a> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's these guys that uh, they sing all these songs based on Harry Potter. They're actually really good musicians and stuff, but uh, <laughs> it was really fun. I mean, I'm not into Harry Potter, so I didn't get the songs but my daughters. I was like, we're in a. Library, and they're rocking out, man. It was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we played That's with the makeup program. monsters.
6: They're a real good, real great... Uh- Tacoma band yeah Rock the books they call that that's cool yeah, if, they, that,
1: if they would have had bands and shows when I was in school maybe I would have done better I would have spent yours. more time at the library <laughs> at least. yeah we all all we had was conjunction Junction and, and that's, uh, good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff that's so that's
0: you have awesome. some shows coming up though on March 20th which is a Saturday you're playing the Comet Tavern that's an early show right that's at five o'clock that's in Seattle and then the, the big show uh, here in the Tacoma areas on the 21st which is on Saturday I mean on Sunday Sunday, sorry, on Sunday, 7 o'clock, you guys are hitting the stage. The Swiss, that's part of the Music Giving Back program. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great that you guys are getting hooked up with that. Well, let's go into another song. This is uh, off their album, their CD. Album, I always say album, I'm old. The Painkillers. This is titled track My Town. CD is titled Ghost Country, Our Guest, the Painkillers. That really just puts me in a car like driving through from Washington. You know, I mean, I I could put this CD in and drive for miles. This is a really great road tripping album. What's your, um, what are some of your influences? Uh, Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm hearing a little Pink Floyd in there. Uh, It just, you guys seem to be all over the place. Trek and Gunsmoke. (laughs) <laughs> Star Trek and Gunsmoke.
1: Johnny <laughs> Cash. Johnny Cash, yeah. Johnny
0: Cash, yeah the, in the Galaxy 500,
1: you had definitely that, uh, that driving bass line and stuff. Could I ask you a little bit about your uh, recording techniques? Because it seems to me that there's a little bit of a feel um, the way that it comes off. It uh, You have a little bit of wall of sound feel sometime in there. Well,
6: you know... Joe, that's funny you would say that, because, because, because I, I say this in the absolute most bragging manner. The reason why it sounds like that is because that's what it is. We own um, uh, a lot of the stuff that was used, the absolute percussion and... Uh, uh, that was used in Phil Spector's studios back in the back in the early 60s. Really? Wow. wow. I mean we have we have the which was also used of course for uh, Did you get many, that during many... the clearance sale when he was going to jail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it actually it belonged to belonged to uh, a a fantastic drummer Hal Blaine who played on everything. Uh, uh, so we we got it from him and and all that stuff. I mean the, the sleigh bells from God only knows, you know, and all the percussion used in Good Vibrations. And wow! All that stuff. It's just it's in a big box and and we use it on every song and you can hear that stuff in there. Yeah. If you listen, if you listen to that sleigh bell, you're like, wait a minute, that is that sound. That's it. Huh? So yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 really uh, it's pretty ironic. We, I, there's a little uh, drive-in down the street um, called The Thrill of the Grill uh, from the studio and uh, and I was sitting in there and I was listening to were good vibrations, they were listening to the oldie station or something, good vibrations and I was thinking to myself you know man, if people only knew that about 400 yards from here is all of those tools that created that sound, you know, it's just it's we're really fortunate to have that stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, that's
1: great. Amazing. I really, really like that sound, and I'm I'm glad I picked it up because I was thinking, damn, that is, that is, uh, specter-ish right there. You yeah, know, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah. Now tell people where they can pick up this CD. Where 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 can we get this CD? Is it on CD Baby? Well, and well yeah, and, it, and it's,
6: it's distributed through K Records. Um, Calvin Johnson and, and his label K Records down in Olympia is is our distributor, but. Um, I think locally it's at Rocket Records and, you know, like you said, CD Baby or, I guess... iTunes. iTunes. And your website yeah. is, is your MySpace. It's uh,
0: the painkillers of uh, MySpace slash the painkillers. Is that right? We'll have My a link MySpace back slash backslash
3: JH the Painkillers. Okay,
0: and we'll have a link to that offer site. Can people order it from you guys? Pick it up at your shows. Oh yeah, yeah sure. it's best to go through
6: K Records probably. It's easy, and you can get it at the shows too. But yeah, we saw it at the shows. Online K Records is local, right? Supporting yep. a good local uh, record label that's done a lot. Perfect for, for the South Sound and been around for and a long time. So everybody gets a little
0: piece, and all the and we like that all the dollars stay here yes and we like that all right well let's go into another track off of the cd ghost country the artists are the painkillers this is titled ordinary love Ghost Country is the CD, and our guest, the
1: Painkillers, James. I want to ask you a question. It seems that uh, that uh, your band, uh, all of you, are uh, people with a social conscience, and uh, that uh, you know music's always had that uh, ability to help change social consciousness. I was wondering uh, how you see your role as a band in uh, trying to affect some of that change. Oh, we're just simple
5: folk musicians and that's like where a lot of that stuff well uh, you know it's like a lot of a lot of that undertone comes through that tradition you know American folk music the kind of the Woody Guthrie and yeah
6: yeah
0: yeah so where do you see the painkillers going from here? Are you working on your next CD? And uh, is there any due date for that? And, and what do you see for yourselves? Are you guys going to go on a tour? Are you guys looking to uh, stay local and just cultivate your
6: fans here? Or what's the goal for the band right now? Um, we've, we've, you know, obviously to finish the record. And uh, we just have two songs, which we're doing, you know, so we should be done shortly, as far as a a due date goes, um oh. it has to be mastered i don't know soon 20, i think that's what they always
5: 2015? say <laughs> 2015 summer for
6: what
1: for, for, yeah that's right for what i've heard you should you should try yeah. to get it done by 2012. By 2012 <laughs> otherwise
6: no, nobody will hear no. it so the re- they're actually what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna it's it's basically it's it's just gonna be a five song on our side and then f- five or six songs on on the other side which hunter who's helping us here with this band mm-hmm. Uh, is gonna uh, do his band's uh, music on the other side, so it's a split. And we, you know, we could do a, a CD, but um, we're, you know, we really, we really like an entire package. And I think um, Big D, you can see that that that. It's beautiful. That record right there. I mean, that was done by Ryan Lysell, who's a local artist. And yeah, fantastic. the artwork on this is fantastic. If yeah. I could get a poster of that, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I don't know if there is one, but I mean, I guess what my point is is okay. if it was in if it was in album form, that would really oh, have a lot more. Impact. This would be on my wall in heartbeat.
0: Yeah, and so. <clears throat> we'll have a copy of it up on our website. And of course, if they go to your MySpace uh, page, they can see it. it. It's gorgeous. It has the sort of the wood grain look with the cowboy on it, and it. it, it the whole package is the music. The the cd and that's you know that's the thing that we're most proud of and that you're tacoma thank you and we love that and it's even viva tacoma records and we just wish the greatest success for you guys we anytime you have something you that you would like to promote or push feel free to give us a call thank you <clears throat> we'll be out on the 21st to see you guys do your thing i hope everybody else will too our guests today have been the pain care- killers. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in thank you thank, thank you. you thanks thank you. joe thanks for what you guys
6: are doing too. thanks big d yeah
0: All right, well, we want to thank the painkillers. And on the way out, a little bonus for uh, Northwest Convergence Zone listeners. They gave us a couple of CDs to give away. So all you have to do is... Send us an email. Say you'd like a CD, and I'll, I'll, we'll mail it out to you. We got we have two of them. I highly recommend that you go out and buy them. Support this band. Also, go check them out. They're great. Uh, very good. Very groovy sound. Very wonderful vibe to these Unique,
1: guys. Unique, original, fresh. Yeah, innovative. I, I agree. All those uh, and great really words. nice
0: people too. Yeah, and, very and, nice. You know, people. like we had one of their members as a high school student all the way up to you know guys in their 40s who own the bass the guitar shop downtown really nice guys we support those guys and and like i said we have two cds that uh we'd love to to hand out so let's take a moment and do this week in music history
4: now here's a doctor of rock himself big joe with this week in music history
1: Yes. Yeah!
0: Pee Wee Herman is in the house!
1: Now, you know, as a loyal dog, you should also be standing up and putting your heart over your hand uh, no, for no, this no, one. No, no. Yes. Your hand over your, your heart. Hand. Oh, what did I say? Your heart <laughs> over your hand. Well, that's if you're a. That's uh, an Indiana Jones movie. That, that's if you're a med student. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can't tell you what I did this weekend. <laughs> All right, on this on March 17th, 1958, the Champs started a five-week run at number one on the U.S. charts with the song Tequila. The Champs were the first group ever to go to number one with an instrumental as their first release. And later members of this band included Glenn Campbell. Wow. And Seals and Crofts. Really? Yeah. So that's uh, in honor of the Dodge, too, who are the Pac-10 Conference Tournament champions. Yeah, congratulations. And in the big Again. dance. Yeah, very good for them. I did not know Glenn Campbell was part of the champs. Yeah, he was in the champs. Way to bring it to
0: the house, Big Joe. Nice. All right. Well, look, last week we had a little... Uh, a little contest and we got lots of emails basically what uh, at the beginning of the show last week i mentioned that we were wondering what's so funny about peace love and understanding and we asked that you write down the name of that song and the artist of course the name is peace love and understanding and the artist is elvis costello we got about I don't know, 25 or 30 people who uh, emailed us all with the correct answer. And so we're going to draw a name out of the hat, and what we have to give away is a $50 gift certificate to El Gaucho's. Yeah. And oh, we eat. actually, you know what, we made a mistake last week. Cause it was really chaotic in here. I said we were giving away two. We're not giving away two this week. We're giving away one this week, and then next week we'll start another contest to give away another one Uh, that would make two yeah so two eventually but not two in this show it was a little confusing and we were you know we were being bombarded with lots of guests so all right double d has the names in a hat and he's going to draw one out and what we'll do is we the the winner we're going to email you tell you one you give me your uh address and we will mail this thing right out to you so double d uh you want to draw a name out of the hat over yeah. there <coughs> Dig deep. I got my, i've got my eyes closed and i'm pulling it out and the first name is Double D.
1: Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, 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 wait no, a minute! No, 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 no.
0: Rule violation. Wait, did what kind of rule? Did uh, Wonder Boy hack into the system or something? And that's not. That doesn't work. I would never have him hack into anything. In fact, <laughs> you know what? We can't even. <laughs> that's give. his
1: story. And he's sticking to it.
0: Even if you, we could give it to you. We can't, because they won't let you into El Gauchos.
1: <laughs>
2: Why not? Why would they not
1: let Well, in? look first at you? Off, first off, do you know what El Gaucho means in Espanol? <laughs> uh, the see. gaucho? <laughs> I think that,
2: if I'm not mistaken, I think that means a
0: cowboy. Well, they were hey. not let him in. I would believe you, that's what that means, or a cow rustler. You wear some yeah, boots and right. a hat. No, they might, all right, right. It's know, seriously, who's our winner today? OK. It is uh, Gabriel James. Gabriel James. Congratulations. We're going to send an email out to Gabriel, and uh, all he has to do is send me his address, and we'll come stock him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> or we'll expect him to use the gift certificate on us no no well yeah it's a, this is all
0: contingent on taking us all five that's out to right. el gauchos and, yeah but uh, we're gonna need more gift certificates
2: $50, five of us plus him
0: <laughs> that's the deal no i'm no. just kidding we'll send it right out to him so yeah. gabriel congratulations and thanks for being a listener to yeah, the zone thanks for listening tell your friends and next week We'll give away, uh, we'll set up a contest to give away another one. All right. So don't forget, we have two CDs, uh, Ghost Country CDs from the Painkillers to give away. Just send us an email, and we'll get them out to you. And the first two, get them. That's how it works. And thanks so much for listening. This is Big D. And Big Joe.
2: Double D.
3: I'm KP Kendall. I'm Bon Von
2: Wheely.
3: I'm Kahuna. And you're listening to the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where
5: all things...